it trains us to, to be more sensitive and to realize how much we have, to realize how blessed we are. And as the Medr says in, in uh, about Lashon Hara, it says, Man boy chai, man boy chai, twice. Who wants life? Who wants life twice? And the Mepharshim say, because a person who's a negative person, a person who doesn't appreciate what, he's ha- what he has, forget about that, that it will destroy him in him talking Lashon Hara about somebody, and it can hurt his ruchnius, but his life, his, his, his life is, is, uh, that he lives here is not enjoyable. He's not having a good time, right? I've said this many times. I've never met a person who is, you know, escaping into, into you know, drugs and alcohol and sleeping and, you know, just a negative person. I've never, I've never experienced someone who gives into his desires, who doesn't work on himself, that, who's a happy person. I've never, never met someone who's not working on himself. I've never met a person who's, who's just letting his life go, and he's not actively working on himself, working to change, working to grow, working to be more positive. I've never met a person like that who's happy. A person who's just waiting for other things to, to help him and to change him. And he hasn't taken his life by the, by the, you know, by the horns. He hasn't taken himself seriously. A person like that, I've never seen a person who's happy like that. You know, when a person is not... Um, is not um, focused on goals, when a person's not focused on dreams, and, it's, and it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult for a person, you know, to go ahead and, and always be, you know, conscious of himself and, and work on himself and seek help. But it's, but it's uh, when a person starts doing that and a person really starts taking himself seriously and taking his life seriously, so it's hard sometimes because we sometimes want to check out. Sometimes we just want to be like, oh, I don't want to deal with life, right? As Yaakov said, you know, it's different if you're escaping or you have an outlet. Are you escaping or you're outletting? Do you need an outlet or you're just escaping? A lot of us sometimes can just escape and we don't want to face, we don't want to be honest with ourselves. We don't want to be honest that I'm struggling with this thing. We don't want to be honest that this thing is difficult for me. We don't want to be honest that I have this problem, right? It's, uh, we keep on going to the same problem over and over and over again. We keep on hitting the same problem over and over again because we're not really getting down to the bottom of it. If you keep on seeing in someone something that you're expecting, constantly expecting something, in someone, right? If your father, your mother, your, your, I don't know, your Rebbe, your friend, your wife, your child even for that matter, whoever it might be, if you're still expecting something from that person, you're still expecting it over and over and over again, so you want to question yourself, why do I keep on, why do I keep on expecting this thing from this person 
and I'm not getting it. Why do I, what, what is it that I'm doing that I can do differently? I think that's the question you want to ask yourself. You want to sort of wake yourself up and say, why do I keep, all right, someone, let's say, is sleeping late. Someone is, is talking, feels triggered by this person. Somebody, you know, uh, has an issue with his father, with his mother, whatever it is. You, if you want to help your life, you want to ask yourself, why does this keep on happening? How do I stop this from continuously happening? And the second you, you begin that journey, you don't have to solve the problem. You don't have to solve it. But you have to realize that it's, that, that it's not the person that's your problem. It's, it's, it's you, the way you look at the person, the way you're focusing on yourself, the way, whatever it might be. But that, I think, is the key that a, that a lot of people don't understand and don't get is that they're really waiting, they're, they could be front, you know, it's the example that I always give. If you're walking by a cat and you're expecting the cat to bark, then, then you'll, go, you'll, you'll get frustrated every time you walk by the cat. Why didn't the cat bark? You're like, well, cats don't bark. Cats meow. So why when I go into my room, is the guy on the bed, he's there again till two in the afternoon. He's, 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 2 p.m. He's, he's, your roommate is that cat who's meowing. Why are you expecting him to be different? And then it bothers you. Oh, my roommate's a mess. It bothers me that he's a mess. That my roommate is a mess. When you argue with reality, you only lose every time. You only lose every time when you argue with reality. Yes, Rafi. Why would it bother you in the first place if your roommate is... Right, exactly. Good, yeah. So some people, yeah, some people know. Some people, it doesn't bother them. That, that's the question, Rafi, that's the million-dollar question. Why does it bother me? If I start understanding why it bothers me, then that's, that's how you change. Why does it bother me that, my, that, my, uh, you know, that I have to go be on my phone for 10 hours? Why is my life, what's wrong with my life? It's the same thing with anything. Why am I not functioning the way I want to be functioning? Right, no, no, I see that. I, I, I don't really get like, what has to do with like, the expecting thing. What do you mean? Like, the expectation thing. Meaning, why does it bother me every day? Every day. If, if you have your roommate that bothers you every day, he does the same thing. The best is with a parent. Because our parents, we know exactly what they're going to do. So why does it bother me? I know, why does it, why does it bother me? I know, right, people sometimes have that. Oh, I wish my father would dot, dot, dot. I wish my mother would dot, dot, dot. I wish my wife would dot, dot, dot. I wish my, my uh, roommate would dot, 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 right? Make sense? Why, why, why do we keep on, who's, who's the fool? I'm the fool. Because <laughs> I, I keep on expecting my, my whoever it is to do to do something that that's not what he does. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Now you got it? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so the question's on me. The question's not on the person. The question's on me. Why does that bother me? Yes, Yona. What? That's a very bad... That's, that's, a, that's a... Sorry, Yona. It, cats have never barked. No, no. So you got to give me an example where it's true. Cats. So that. So you. 
That what? Your carrot used to be not so critical on the oak, and then they start being critical. So then you have the expectation. Oh, so then. Great. So, 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 again, that's the same thing, Yona. You could just say, okay, great. The person used to be. Now they're not. At what point do I say, it's, it's, I gotta, I have to realize that that's where the person is, and that's what the person is. Of course, it could. It might be hard. Listen, Yona, what's harder? Let me ask you. What's harder to expect? What's harder? To accept the fact that the cat is going to meow or to expect it to bark? Who's going to be better at the end of the day? The guy who accepts the cat meowing or the guy who accepts or can't handle the fact that the cat, cat is not barking? Who's, who, who do you, who's in better shape? Obviously, the cat's going to meow. Exactly. That's why. Okay, good. What? Uh, if the hands let alone emotional health comes when one's connected connection to reality. If you're sad, if you're suffering, it's because you're not in reality. I know that's hard to hear. People don't want to hear. Good. So that's so that's what I put in parentheses. Even if your reality is terrible, at least you're living in the fact that that's what it is, okay? That's the reality. No, so it depends what you're saying, what, what the happiness is. And the guy who's drunk... No, he's not either. 100% he's not either happy. I'm not going to be happy if my reality is a thing. That's how I uh, a close person just died. So I'm very connected to it. I might feel good because... That's, again, that's you a, might have a feeling of like, this is real, but it's not going to be happy. Okay, so, so, so first of all, it depends what, what you define as happiness. But the point is that someone who's in denial, someone who's in denial of reality, I'm not saying that you're not going to be in pain. I'm not going to say that you're not going to be hurt. When a person, I always say that, when a person bangs his knee and he's, he's hurting, I think they say, I've read this, they say the way to take away, or to, 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 to uh, what's the word, to lessen the pain is not to fight the pain to sort of accept the fact that you're in pain. You're in pain. So you're right. We don't want, a person doesn't want to live, a person doesn't live, you know, you're, God forbid a person's in, uh, you know, uh, concentration cancer. Obviously, you're not going to say, uh, live in reality, you live in hell. I'm saying, the, 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 the world, the world um, that we live in hopefully doesn't have, you know, constant, tragic things happening to a person. And, and the best way for a person to heal or to work on himself is to realize these are the feelings I have. This is dealing with it. Why do you say sustainable Okay, good. Okay, so maybe okay, I don't want to be methodic in the, in the whole uh, thing. The point, I think the point just is that you're living in reality. Yes. If something is hard for a person and he is going through a hard time, that's the reality that he's, the more a person is living in what's happening, and not trying to escape and run away from what's happening. Dealing with it. Dealing with it. 
Most of us are afraid to deal with what is what with what is. Most of us, that's the problem. We're afraid to deal with what with what is. Yes, Jacob, you had a yeah. Um, what you were saying before about how like you know like you're doing things you don't want to do, whether it's sleeping late, like, you're automatic, right. or whatever it is. You said like you should try to figure out what it is and. But start your journey even though you didn't fix the problem, let's say. Mm-hmm. So you're starting your journey and you're doing what you got to do, but you just keep on shoving under the carpet. You know, you don't have it really under No, you don't shove it under the carpet. I have a problem. When the best thing a person can say to himself is, I have this problem. But you'd be good, I'd say, at going on your journey, quote unquote, and you could just overlook it by being like, I'm doing good, so I don't oh, So that's not, that's not, that, again, that, so Yaakov, then the, then the person's missing something. And he's saying, I, it's okay. I have to be realistic with myself. I have to be realistic with myself, but I have to accept the fact that this is something that I do, or this is something that's hard for me. I think that that's, that's where a person is afraid to face. He's afraid sometimes to face, like, wow, I might really have a problem. We don't want to say, I might really have a problem. Sometimes you want to face it, you just like can't. Yeah, good, right. Good, good, correct. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I, again, I'm not... I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying that's what we do. That's what we do. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's very hard for a person to say, you know what? Maybe I really have a problem. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I really have a problem. Because then we don't know what I'm going to do at that point. Yeah. Moki, you had had your... uh... No? Yeah, please, Moki. Come on. Yes. What do you mean? It is a dog. You can expect it to bark. Wait, I don't understand what you're saying. And you're saying you can't expect it like a cat to bark, and therefore why are you getting upset when you walk by and it's not barking? Yes. But it is actually a, it's a dog, so you could get upset. What do you mean it's a dog? It's not a cat. No, we're talking about a case where the thing's a cat. So, Brent, what's your what's your nimshal? That's the metaphor. What do you give an example that you're talking about? And you know why can you necessarily get upset when someone does something? Oh, good, good, right? Let's take, let's take, uh, I don't know, someone give an example. You, you guys give an example. Something that bothers a person. The what? My roommate? My roommate turning on the light at two in the morning when I'm sleeping, trying to sleep, right? Okay. My roommate is not supposed to turn on the light at two o'clock in the morning, right? He does it every time. And then I ask him not to, and he does it anyway. And I ask him not to. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking him not to. But he does it anyway. Who's, he, his meow, if we bring it to the, to the metaphor, right? His meow is turning on the light at 2 o'clock in the morning. So he's going to do that. It's not about whether it's right. But that part of, the, part of what frustrates us is we're like, he's not supposed to do that. But he is supposed to do that. You know how I know he's supposed to do that? What? Because he's doing it. It's very hard sometimes to hear this because, yeah, Moki, yeah. What? No, no, say go. I don't like it. Let me hear it. I want to hear why you don't like it. Because that's giving a license for someone to do wrong. Not, it's not the, guy the, the, the guy's doing Moki. The guy's going to do it anyway. Doesn't make it right. I'm not. Who's does it? It doesn't mean that it's right. That's just that's what it is. 
That is the reality. What? Doesn't have to I agree, but that is the reality. Of course, I would love my roommate to come in and tiptoe and you know, you know, be quiet and just be right. But he's not. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And when we get frustrated every time, well, let me hear Moki, Moki, you're a thinker, let me hear. Because why is it frustrating? You know why it's frustrated? Because well, it's frustrating to think about it like this? Because then I have to, then I got to change. Because if I have to change, that's much harder. My life actually could be okay with the people around me being not okay. If that's true, then I'm in big trouble. Because that means I, I now can take full ownership of my life. And it's actually me. I don't want it to be me. I want it to be everybody else. Because if it's everybody else, I could just, I could just cruise. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Moki. Thank you, Moki. Yes. Yeah. So so Ben so that's the uh, that's that's a great question. Holding someone accountable. I mean there's only one person you want to hold accountable. That's yourself. But if someone's doing something inherently something that's wrong. Right. right, it might be the reality, I might be okay with it, or at least to the extent Well I might not be I'm okay not with it. I'm not okay with it. I might expect it. Right. I'm not trying to fight that expectation. Right. right. So that's the standard. Right. But it's still wrong. It still affects me in a negative way. So, so why am I there? I... So why am I? So why am I still there? Moki, let me let me ask you like this, like what Ben's asking. So why am I in the room? Leave the room. Leave the room. Uh, what? I was, was going to say like, yo, if you keep on walking by the cat, cutting it far, don't walk by the cat. Exactly. So leave the room. Just don't walk down the same road. Just yeah. Leave the room. Why am I keep on going to the room? Oh yeah, go Moki. Oh, yeah, Moki. That's why we're here. We're here. Uh, what? Why can't you say that? Because the cat's only a cat. You're not Let's go to the room. Forget about the cat. Let's go to the room. The roommate. The roommate. So leave your room. Why do I have to keep on... Right? People complain. Every time... Now this is going to... People, people might not like this. It's hard to hear. But I'm saying... People say... So every time... You know... I uh, have that conversation... With my father. Every time I have that conversation... With my mother... Then da da da. Okay? Then don't have a conversation with your mother. Don't have a conversation with your father. So don't have that conversation. So don't have that. Why why you have to get into that? Why are you why why are we doing that? We're expecting we're expecting something else. We're expecting things to be different than they are. Am I closing that window? Please. What? It's what? It's not there? There's no window to close. There's no window, okay. That's the reality. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Yes. What is the time to work things out? What? When is the time to work things out? Let's say you have a roommate, right? Good. And you have you have disagreement on the temperature, the air conditioner. Right. So, according to what I've been hearing so far from Rebbe, you know, he likes it like this. So I have to change, but I have to don't change. No, I don't know if you have to change. I don't know if you have to change. Or I leave the room. I don't know if you change. Where is the room? How, how many? How long have you been? I'm not talking about your roommate. How long have you been roommates with the guy for? You've been roommates with the guy for six months. 
So did you ever have a conversation about the air conditioner? I want it warmer, you want it colder. Great, what did he say? I told you I'd like you not to walk in the room and turn on the light at two o'clock in the morning. What did he say? I had that conversation. I've had that conversation. I tried to work it out. So you come to a point where you either accept it or you change it and you say, okay, I'm not gonna, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. I don't wanna live like this anymore. But to live with the anger and the frustration and every time, there he goes again. There he goes again. There he goes again. And you're walking around, why are you having such a bad day? I'm having such a bad day because my roommate dot dot dot. I'm having such a bad day because of whatever it might be. Yes? Somebody told me once in yeah. English, to learn in Torah from even from the languages of the going, responsibility is only responsibility. Response able. Yeah, responsibility. So a man has to be preferred to respond to any situation. You right. have to prepare yourself. Right. A man, a man has to be a man. You know, you have to be a man. Right. You have to prepare yourself for any situation. But the truth is that we are, because we came from afar, we came from dust, we always see the bad, we try to, right. yeah, so we, it's, it's like our, our yetzer arrives. I mean, I'm going to call it the main yetzer of a man, the main kfiyata yetzer, I don't understand, kfiyata yetzer is right. to see the bad, the good in the bad. And you call malach Hashem tzvakot when you're doing that. So if you have a responsibility, responsibility to any you have to prepare yourself to any situation. Yes. For example, roommate. Or uh, what about the wife? If you imagine right. your wife like to speak and you don't like, how are you gonna now? What are you right. gonna do now? If you shouldn't start, you, you can, you can be, or you're gonna be angry all day, or, or you have to respond now, change yourself a little bit, you know. So a man has to be have responsibility for any situation. I think. Hundred percent. This is like the main thing, and to see the good in this situation, of course, it's hard. But right. you, but this is the main yetzer who wants us to see bad in everything. Correct. Correct. And he wants to, yes, thank you. Yes, beautiful. And he wants, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we do I think that I think that what you're saying is so powerful because because when we realize that that it's on this is the switch that we want to try and have. When you when you the second you put it on yourself, it's very painful. It's very hard. It's very hard. What do you mean? My roommate comes in at two o'clock in the morning and he's Putting on the light, you're going to tell me that that's good? You're going to tell me that I'm okay with that? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Right? I'm letting him, Moki, right? Ben, I'm, I'm, and Moki, I'm letting him off the hook. I'm letting the guy off the hook, right? Right? But who's the one suffering? Is he suffering? Or am I suffering? I'm suffering. I'm the one suffering. So good. You're right. I'm not letting him off the hook. He's wrong. He's terrible. He's, he's uh, inconsiderate. Great. You're right. You're right. But you're in pain. I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to be in pain. I want to be free. Like Rabbi Huda is saying, I want to be, be response-able. Able to respond. If I'm not able to respond the way I want to respond, and that could be, Rafi, like you're saying, you could have a conversation with him. It doesn't go well. Talk to him. Say, listen, have a conversation with yourself. Do I want to be in a room like this? Is this bother? Am I, is this good for me to walk around, you know, angry at my roommate? Is it good for me to walk around angry at whatever, whoever it might be? Or I want to start learning to, to live the life that I want to live. People are afraid to live the life 
that they want to live. They'd rather walk around, you know, ah, ah, you know, like, and like Rabbi Huda is saying, what, what's going to happen when you get married? Your wife and you are going to agree on the air conditioner and on the heat. Guaranteed, you could get married based on a resume that you could ask the person whether they like it cold or hot, and it'll be the exact opposite of you. If the, the exact opposite, it means it's a shidduch. I promise all of you guys. That's the way it works. If you like it hot, your wife's going to like it cold. If you like it hot, if you like it cold, your, your, your wife's going to like it hot. That's just the way it's going to be. And Mir Tashev, your wife will be pregnant, and a pregnant woman is not a woman who's not pregnant. So maybe she liked it hot, now she's going to like it cold. Then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, now I'm really confused. Now what are you going to do? I thought we negotiated that we're keeping the window open. Why are we closing the window now? And everyone's going to say, oh, but it's my wife, right? I love that. No, 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 but my wife, I'm going to love my wife more, so we're going to be all good. No, 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 no. That's not the way. Oh, yeah, let's hear. Yeah, your whole relationship is based on compromise. So Yaakov, one second, can I just tell you something? It's not true. Whatever you have, well, Yaakov, have you? Yaakov, your wife, your wife. This is the joke. Your wife, people who you love more, you're going to be more stringent and more upset at your roommate. You could always, it's just your roommate. So if you get upset at your roommate, your wife is going to be ten times more. Yeah, but your wife's going to be more considerate and more. <laughs> okay. No, it's good. I There's a difference between a roommate because a roommate can just say, "I don't like what you mean." Like I really don't care, you know. Like at the end of the day, Yaakov, were you ever married? No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Parents experience. Parents experience. How much, how much do your parents get out of your nerves? My nerves? Yes. Okay, you can't ask that publicly. No, you can, you can't ask. That's a, uh, that's a uh, setup for Lush and Hara. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say, my parents get on my nerves. You can't say that uh, publicly. You can't. Sorry, Shai. That's an age-appropriate thing. What? Yeah, so tell that to a tell that to a forty year old who's still angry at his parents. That's inappropriate. The bottom line is the bottom line is let's not talk about our wives, okay? So because most most people here don't have wives now, but <coughs> trust me, Yaakov. trust me. Okay, your roommate, your roommate. If you're having difficulty with your room, listen, you're going to have difficulty with your relationship with your wife. That's normal. I'm not, te- I'm not t- teaching you something now. We're not discussing something now that's going to be like, oh, if I take notes now, then I'm not going to have a problem with uh, my, my wife. You're going to have your challenges with your wife because that's what life is about. Because if you want to be in love with your wife, you're going to have to have challenges with her. Because anything that's worth anything, you have to work through. Anything that's worth anything, you have to work through it. The problem is, and this is where... This is the point I think that we're talking about is that we don't work through it. I don't face the fact that I might have an issue with my father, with my mother, with my brother, with my roommate, with my wife, with my son. It's all the same. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing with your boss, with your employee, with your the traffic. It's all the same thing. We do the same exact thing. That's what we do. We ourselves have the same thought pattern. 
the same. We wake up in the morning and we have the same, right? 85% of our thoughts are the same thoughts every day. 90%. I don't want to be like that. The wheel is spinning and the hamster's dead. The altar from Calm knew every thought that he thought about. He was in control of that. He was able to control his life. I don't want other people. That's what I was talking about on Shabbos. I don't want someone to invade my country. I don't want someone to take over my country. My life. Who's taking over your life? Who's, who's running your life? Is my roommate running my life? Is the weather running my life? Is, is my father, my mother running my life? So when you're 10, 15 years old, there's nothing wrong with having your parents and getting guidance from them. And, and, but we wanna, you want to be independent. You want to be an independent thinker. You want to be an independent uh, person who has a connection. People who are independent are happier people. People who are dependent have a lot, a lot, a lot of problems because they're, they're, they're blame. If you are blaming other people, it means you're dependent on the person who you are blaming. If you're blaming other people, then you're, you're dependent on that person. You're not able to say, I want to live the life that I want to live. Okay, let's learn a halacha. Anyone else? Yona? What do you say, Yona? No, my old man, tell him to say something. Yona, come on. That smile. I hear what you're saying. It's true. Abin Abid said that he's a lot of light. It's true. So share some of the light, Yona. Yeah, someone else. I love it. Moki, come on, Moki. Get in there with us. Tell us more. I love when you guys, come on. Yes, oh. Sorry for bringing in the, the Shalom Bias thing. No, it's great. Shalom Bias is great. I'm still trying to figure out what, what's going to do. Come to your roommate. So don't try to get uh, a cat to bark. And sometimes you just have to make terms with the way that he is or just leave. Right, right. And when it comes to the wife, what is the solution? I mean, if you guys disagree, you're not going to run away. And on the other hand, Shiva is very strong about talking about things that working it out. Right. But what if she's still meowing and you want her to bark? You're not going to run away. You're not going to leave. So what do you do? Like, is there a between? Right. So it depends how depends how how strong the meow is. Depends how bad it is. You got to figure out. You got to got to work it through. It depends how bad it is. I'm getting the message that you're not going to change another person. You're not going to change another person. You will not. Correct. You could discuss things. Listen, you're, we're assuming your roommate is not a, a, a mean, you know, wicked, terrible person. We're assuming your wife is not a, a mean, wicked, terrible person. So if you're able to have a conversation with someone and you're mature people and you talk it out and you discuss things and I love you and you love me. Now roommates might be a little bit different because when you're teenagers, and guys are going through things. It could be you could have a roommate who actually just doesn't care less. He could not care less, and he's going through his own problems, and he's in his own world, and couldn't care less. Then, then, then that's easier in a certain way just to say, like, I'm not getting it anywhere. As far as your wife, right? She care very much, but very strongly So it depends, so dep- again, so it depends. I'm not sure specifically what you're referring to, but... But you, if you have a healthy relationship with your wife... So there's cases like this where I've heard about, which I don't know how to say so much, but 
the man is complaining that he gets sick from the air conditioner. This is not a, 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 a kid's example, but I, I get sick from the air conditioner, and, 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 and she can't go to sleep without air conditioner on it. And right. she's very strong about it, and he's like, I'm getting sick. Right. Okay, so again, I don't like theoretical cases. Because case No, but I'm saying, what I mean is, I like to talk to the wife and like to talk to the husband. That's all. I, w- I would speak to the wife and speak to the husband and say, okay, you're hurting your husband. Are you, are you aware that you're hurting your husband? Are you aware that your husband is going through Gehenna while you're doing X, Y, and Z? So you have to have a conversation and, and see where she's at. You, you're assume, and we, we have to assume, now if they're year, 25 years married and they're there, usually there's going to be heavy, heavy baggage you know, from the past, that's going to bring it up. But when you're beginning a relationship, you want to establish a relationship on love and respect, and that's it. So there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. You know, we love when you love someone, you want to make sure that they're okay. You care for them. It's not the shot that you know we have to figure out a way to work it out. And when I love someone, I, I care for them, and I want. To help them however I can. I want to be there for them. It's not about the air conditioner. You know, it's about me focusing on what's best for the other person. You know. Okay, that's a, we'll leave that maybe for Thursday. That's a good uh, Okay. Let's learn a halacha. Yes, Rafi, good. It's more of a Lashonara question. Good. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a piece. But yeah, go ahead. This is all Lush- by the way, this is all Lashon Hara. The reason this is all a Lashon Hara conversation is because the reason we speak Lashon Hara about people is because we want people to fit into our world and our reality, and we want everything to be just right for me. And when I see something that doesn't fit my my world and my life and my you know, whatever it might be, then I have to put it down. I have to, you know, if I'm negative on someone, if I'm jealous, whatever it might be, then we feel that we have to talk negatively as opposed to saying, okay, what does it have to do with me? What does this person have to do with me? What, how does it affect my life? So, yeah, go, Rafi. Um, how do you do a situation where you speak about someone I heard, right, how, I mean, you're supposed to ask for forgiveness, things like that, right? That's a Shiloh, whether you're supposed to. So in, in most cases, how do you go about those type of things? I wouldn't worry about asking forgiveness. I'd worry about, I wouldn't worry, I'd, I would learn the halachas and stop speaking Lashonara. You're young enough. No, right, but let's say... Um, if you spoke about somebody, so you try and right now move on. Maybe in 10 years, 5 years, you could tell them... Right now, that you, people get offended if you go over to them and say, "Oh yeah, I spoke a lot of lashonara about you." Right, yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that. I would advise learning the hilchas lashonara, and, uh, and and that's it. Don't start going over to people and telling them I spoke lashonara about you, spoke lashonara about you, spoke lashonara about you. Uh, you'll lose a lot of friends that way. Also, then you might get that too. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. I would just learn the, the halachas. The most important thing at your age is to stay around people who are, who are positive for you and who help you grow and are not sitting around talking about other people. If your friends, if your core friends are always talking about other people, the question is on you, it's not on them. If your chevra, 
is a chevra that sits around talking about other people, you got to ask yourself, why am I part of this chevra? Why am I with these guys? What, what, am, I, what am I doing over here? Because that's going to hurt you. Ultimately, it will hurt you. Ultimately, they'll talk about you as well. People who speak Lash and Hara speak Lash and Hara. They don't discriminate. That's the way it works. People who are, who are Lash and Hara speakers, they just talk about other people. They're not going to be like, oh, that guy I don't want to talk about. And if they're talking to you about your friend, they're going to talk to your friend about you, guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's the same thing. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. You think, oh, he's telling me because we're boys and he's not going to tell that guy. He'll tell that guy if he needs to tell that guy. That's the way people who speak Lashon Hara, that's the way it works. Okay. So with that in mind, let's talk about um, one halacha, Hilchas Lashon Hara, um, hey, and Bays and Gimel. Says the Chavetz Chaim. Um, you're not allowed to talk about someone's inborn traits, which is in a certain way even worse. For example, right, um, you say this person is not smart. He's not smart. Um, this guy is, um, you know, talks a lot. This guy talks a lot, right? This guy is very, very lazy. So you're not saying this person did this and this and that. You're talking about the essence of what this person is. Says the Chavetz Chaim that negative remarks about someone's inborn traits in a sense is worse than a negative comment spoken about one's behavior. Why? Because when you hear someone talking about a person's negative behavior, you could judge them for good. If you say, oh, did you hear this guy you know, got drunk the other night and he smashed those windows, whatever it is. So you could say, okay, poor guy, he's going through a hard time, he was beaten up when he was a kid or whatever it is, and he's struggling, and blah, blah. you could judge him favorably. But if you say this guy talks a lot, what are you going to say? If you say this guy is, is a selfish person, so what, how are you going to judge that? You could a little bit, but what you're doing is you're stamping that person he says, however, when you hear that someone is not smart, for example, the person becomes labeled in your mind as he's not a smart guy. Comes labeled in your mind, this guy's a selfish guy. Comes labeled in your mind, and that anything he does, you sort of like look at it that way. He says it's very difficult to uproot a label of a person from your mind. To uproot that someone did something, okay, he made a mistake. If you say this guy did this thing, he made a mistake. Once I start explaining that someone has a certain personality trait, right, then that is much more dangerous. Question, comments? And then let's learn a little Masil Sharm together. Yes, Michal. So is it just very dangerous to talk about people and their personality? Yes, yes. Very dangerous, yes. Very dangerous. Because you start saying, oh, that guy's smart. And then what's the guy, what's the guy who, doesn't, who doesn't like him so much or the guy who has his own insecurities, what's he going to say? He'll say, I don't think he's so smart. There you go. Very dangerous. Dangerous to talk about people in general. So how do you like, manage trying to figure out like, how people are and discussing it with people? What? What, 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 why? <laughs> why, do you, why, why are you doing that? You understand Internally. Some people are just very talkative. And you want to discuss it with somebody, and you're like, yeah, yes, he's his personality. Okay, so that's it. Good. So now, one second. So, so you're right. If you, let's say, have a problem with somebody, 
and you want to learn how to understand them, they said you talk to someone and say, can, can you help me? And that, that's, a, that's not Lashonara. Just stop, sitting around saying, yeah, gosh. Sitting around your room, sitting around a, uh, a place and just throwing, you know, putting that guy down, that's Lashonara. If it bothers me and I want to develop a relationship or I want to understand how to have a relationship with this person, you could open up to someone and say, listen, could you help me with this thing? I'm having difficulty. You know the difference. We all know the difference when you're having a conversation to help you or you're having a conversation just to bash somebody. So that's, that's the difference. And it's hard. It's much harder. It's much harder to have that real conversation. <coughs> okay, beautiful. Okay, let's begin. Hashem will help us all. We should be Zoha, not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, to see the beauty in, in everyone, to see the good in every, every person. And that begins, that begins with a person really taking ownership of his life and, and deciding that I got to fix my life. I got to... If I, I got to figure out a way how to have the best life that I can have. I got to try and figure out a way. And the, lo- the longer, the longer you, you wait from, from that attitude, the longer it's going to be that you start beginning to live the life that you want to live. The earlier you begin saying, I can't continue thinking about other people. I got to take responsibility for my life, and I want to take responsibility for my life. The more a person begins to do that, that's when you begin to live the life that you want to live. That's when you start beginning to live your life. So Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear Lashon Hara, or Rechilas, or anything for that matter. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, we're going to begin Parak Bays today in Masil Sisharim. We left off, again, we could spend the whole, you could spend your whole life in the first Parak of Masil Sisharim because the first Parak of Masil Sisharim really gives us definition of where we're going. And if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where you're going, then it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? If someone asks you, do I make a left? turn or do I make a right turn? So the first thing you're going to ask them, right, someone pulls their car over, I mean now you don't need it anymore because you have ways, but let's say you're at a place and someone pulls over, rolls down the window, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, this used to be like this back in the day, where people would call, come over and ask for directions, so a guy pulls over his car and says, hi, uh, do me a, uh, let me know, do I, when I get to the end of this road, am I supposed to make a right or am I supposed to make a left? What are you going to ask the guy? Where are you going? <laughs> How can I tell you whether you're supposed to make a right or a left? You don't even know where you're going. So the first step is to say, I know where I'm going. This is where I'm going. Once I know where I'm going, so then you'll say, okay, I got to make a left and I can't make a right. Right? Why do, why do people have trouble getting up in the morning? Why do people have trouble stopping to... Uh, do things that they don't want to do because they don't know clearly where they're going. So therefore, it doesn't matter if I sleep late. It doesn't matter if I drink. It doesn't matter if I, if I smoke. It doesn't matter if I escape and watch you know, things that I don't want to watch on my phone for hours. Why does it not matter? Because I don't know where I'm going. 
I don't know where I'm going, so it doesn't matter. So the first step is you got to figure out where you're going, where it is your destination is. Once you figure out your destination, then comes step number two. And that's parak number two in the Mesil Sharm. What, what does the Ramchal say? He says what you need to do is you can't continue living the life that you've been living. Right? One of the, uh, as Steve Covey says, one of the definitions, I don't know who said it, maybe it's from Albert Einstein, I don't know who wrote the statement. I, I read it in The Seven Habits, where he says one of the definitions of insanity is what? You guys know this? Is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. You're not going to get different results if you're doing the same thing. You've got to start doing something different. Right? It's a little bit similar to what we were saying about the cat meowing. Right? If you're going to always walk past, right? I think, Yaakov, you were saying that before, if you're going to keep on walking past that dumpster, you're going to see the cat and you're going to get frustrated. So why do you keep on, right? I think that's how he starts off. Show him some karaba. That's how he starts off, I think, at least in the um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. I think he gives that example where a guy's walking down the road, right, and he falls into a pit. So he says, okay, next time I go, I'm not going to fall into the pit. So he walks down the road, and then he tries to go around, he trips, and he falls into the pit. So he goes, okay, next day, he goes, okay. He walks down the road, and what happens? He's like walking very, uh, and then suddenly someone walks by and pushes him, and he falls in the pit. And a fourth time, whatever it is, right? You keep on going. He keeps on falling until someone says to him, stop walking down that road. Why are you walking down that road? And I always say this. When you find yourself, this is key, and then we'll end off with this. This is very, very powerful. I want everyone to know this. It's very, very important. When you find yourself doing something that you don't want to be doing, when you find yourself in the middle of doing something that you don't want to be doing. That's not the problem. You got it? Again, if you find yourself doing something that you don't like to be doing, that is not the problem. The problem happened before that. The problem happened before that. The problem happened before that. You never end up in a situation. That's why I said I was conscious as I was saying it. When you end up in a situation that you don't want to be in, you didn't end up there. There's, there are many, many, many... When you're in the pit, there are many things that happen before you got there. And you have to start from before, way before, to say, like I say, a guy sitting there on his phone, in bed on his phone for hours. How did you get there? What, 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 how did you get, how come no one here, right? When you leave the base medrash, when a person leaves the base medrash, which way are you going? You're going to the right or you're going to the left? You end up, I ended up being in Yushalayim. You didn't end up being in Yushalayim. You took a bus. You went to the Tachanah in Chashmanayim, wherever you went. You waited to the... Nothing just happens that you're in a situation. There's a major, major buildup that gets you in that situation. Once you're in the situation, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. 
The point is to try and track all the way back. Why do I keep on going? That's what it is. When I keep on doing the same things over and over, I will get the same results. If you find yourself in that same situation, because you're doing the same exact thing, which will get you to the same exact place. Question, comments on that, and then we'll wrap up for today. Please, question, comments. Let's please get this more clear. This is probably one of the most important things you'll learn about life, is when you're in the situation, the situation itself is not the problem. It's how did I get to, how did I get there? How am I here? What did I do to get me? And it, and it works the same way in the positive. Everyone sitting here in Masil Zisharim, oh, I happen to have come to Masil Zisharim today. No, you didn't. I ended up in Masil Zisharim today. No, you didn't. You didn't end up here. Something happened before Masil Zisharim, and something happened before then, and then something happened before then, and then something happened before then. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. Yes, Michal. How do we bring in the idea of like slow change into this? Mm. Like the water dripping on the rock. Love it. Great question. Great, phenomenal question. His question was, how does a person, um, how does a person bring, how does a person connect what I'm saying with slow change, slow? Like he's quoting the Avastar of Nassan. It's an Avastar of Nassan. Where, where it says Rabbi Akiva saw the rock dripping one step at a time. So let's talk that out. How does, how does um, doing things slowly have to do with um, changing your life? Changing your life, right? Is that what you're saying? But sometimes you don't see the change. You might think you're doing the same thing again and again, and you're expecting different results. Right. But the change is happening, you just sometimes don't see it. So you might think you should stop because you're getting no different results. Like the water dripping on the rock, there's nothing different happening. Why would it continue to drip? But then after a couple of years, or I don't know how long it takes, you break through. Right. Well, so you're answering your question a little bit. The question is how to see it. Right. So, so just to say, and then I want to hear from Rabsim Karaba, just very, very simple in what Michal is saying, is that you need, and you know, Shua definitely said this well the other week. I, 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 I say this many times. Just ask the question. Ask somebody. Ask somebody. This I've said confidently. If, if anyone doesn't do something except for they come, start coming to Mesil Sisharim three times a week, taking notes in Mesil Sisharim a few times a week, starting to listen, start speaking to a therapist, start... Um, having someone coach you, someone guide you. Ask, how long is this supposed to take? How long is this thing supposed to take? That's already different results. That's already, you're gonna start getting different results when you do little things. That's like a separate conversation, but you're gonna start getting different results. I would also, which is really what the Basil Charm says, is I would also look at what my daily schedule is. What's my daily schedule? Is it the same as it was yesterday, as last week, a month ago? Or what am I changing? Change a small, change one little thing in this. If you change one little thing in your schedule, it'll change your whole day. If a person decides, let's say, every day I'm going to come to Missile Sharp. Every day I'm going to, I'm going to read a book 
for a half hour on, right? Let's say a person has a problem with, with being happy. He's a sad person. So you take out a book. Start listening. Did you ever listen to a podcast? I listen every night. Say, I'm going to listen every night to a podcast or you're going to read a book on happiness. That's already, I'm going to get different results because I didn't, I didn't do that yet. And you start after a month, you become a bucky, become an expert in happiness. Start identifying. That's just an example. So that's a f- small thing that's shifting my day. Shifting, you know. I think Michal, what Michal is saying happens a lot to people because they say, I want to change. So you want to shift your whole entire day and then you, you crash. You crash. If you turn the car too fast, right? You turn the car while you're going 70 miles per hour and you try and make a U-turn, you'll, you'll end up spinning around. So you take one, you could ask somebody, get advice, and sometimes just little changes make a major difference. Okay, beautiful. Shkoch Machal. Listen, you've been, you've, been, you've been more, you know, uh, involved here in this. I'm, I, I don't know. You could be, I mean, I, I assume it's making a difference. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep on going. And what is it? Sitting, listening, changing a little bit. And suddenly my day becomes different. What, what Michal is saying is so powerful because a lot of times we think that we have to do these major things to make these major changes. It's not true. Sometimes we think you have to do this. Oh, I, gotta, I have to, like, like overhaul my whole entire life. I have to change my entire... No, it doesn't work like that. Sometimes it's talking to the right person. Sometimes it's reading the right book. Sometimes it's coming, you know, to a new shear. Sometimes it's, it's you, know, you know, sometimes it's just taking a walk. Sometimes it's spending time listening to, to music, relaxing a little bit more, taking a break, whatever it might be. Simcharaba? Yeah, I was just... And then Yona, yeah. But I, I think that also, um, I also... First of all, I, I, I think I also have this uh, problem um, or, or question that I was asking. It was like more um, triggering because there's actually one of the letters of Rabbi Shosalanter, he quotes this about learning Musser and he says, the drop revenue, and he says, don't, don't. don't right. Because if you're, do, if you're putting in the right work, then like... There's a part of it that's not allowing you to like see it. Like even with the rock, I think it's not the it's not like the rock one day cracked. That's not how I understood the story. It was a hole that was being made. So I think that like if a person really feels like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and they don't feel the growth, then it's probably a good thing to like speak to an objective person because like that kind of doesn't make sense. Like if I'm coming for example, somebody's like, you know, like, I'm reading this amazing book about happiness. How can something be more happy? So it's like, well, there are two really, like, good, like, options. Either because, like, you have a party that, like, puts you down and it doesn't let you see how much you've grown, which I think most people have. Or there's a party that's not allowing you to do what it says. Like, meaning, like, there's something. So I just feel like if, like, a person is coming to this little charm and they are feeling like, oh, like, it's not doing anything, and like, an objective, like, you know, person to, like, to speak right. out while you're like, right. like, who says it's not doing anything? Like, right. the, you get what, like, it's like... Yeah. Even though I've never heard that, but, but I've never... I mean, I'm being serious. I've never heard anyone say that they've come to Ms. Hills for two weeks and it's not doing it. I've never, ever heard that. So how much more so if somebody says that? What? So yeah, I never... I don't believe, I don't believe like it's possible. I don't believe it's possible. Right. But, I can't hear, I've never like, heard it. Sheer, like, 
Coming to share maybe, but I'm saying something that a person's doing. Coming to share might be different because I'm relying on somebody but else. Then we're going to put the question under the, under the lens of what is the, when is a person If doing I'm doing something, right? no, it's not consistently. If I choose to do something and, I, and I'm owning it, even if it's a small thing that I'm choosing to do, it's, I don't believe it's possible that it's not going to make a... The feeling. The, even the feeling. So I, then I, that would be a different answer to the question. Because then right. we'll say that if a person feels right. like they're doing things, that maybe, maybe they're not choosing to do it. Maybe they're not choosing to do it. That's what I'm just the question. I don't, I mean, a person is doing stuff, but they're not seeing the growth. So how do I know I'm not just doing the same thing over and over and not getting the right results and I'm insane? Well, I don't know if that was Michal. I don't think that, that was... That was your, that's I don't a little think. more of a specific question. Right. More opening the Right. Maybe if he walked down five more times, he would have learned how to go around it and jump over. Right. Maybe he was breaking through to something. Right. But why does he have to? Why does he have to? Why does he have to take down that path? So that's another question. Maybe, right. you're not doing some, maybe somebody's not doing something that's productive to them. Sometimes somebody's doing what seems to be productive. It's not. It's like it's not changing. Maybe it is slowly. Right. Well, that's what's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, my point is, if you ever feel like you're not growing, but you think you are, right. ask somebody. I'm a Marshall. Right. Right. tell you you are, right. but they tell you you're doing something wrong. So, so I just want to say, Rabbi Simcha, hold up one second. This, this, this is good. I, 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 don't, I don't think, no, 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 this is good. I, I, I want to say this in response to, I think, where Rabbi Simcha is giving more of the, you're, you're being, uh, where you're being, you're being, uh, I don't know if the word generous, you're being um, extra, down the cuffs. I don't know. I, I, let, 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 me, let me talk to everybody here in a very, uh, very simple term. If you're not happy, if you're not happy with the way your life is going, then you need to do different things. That's all. If you're not happy with the way your life is going, your life will not become you won't become happy. Happiness is not something that's going to fall from heaven and is going to enter your heart. If you don't like your life, it's because you're not living properly the life that you want to be living. Now, you're, I think you're talking about a higher level thing where someone is doing things and he's changing. I'm not, right, we're not, I'm not, well, yeah, correct. Now, you're already the next level where, like here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I'm understanding this conversation. Someone comes to me and says, oh, I'm depressed, I'm, do- I'm sad, I'm, I'm not happy. Okay, what's your schedule? I don't have a schedule. What time do you wake up? Um, it depends on the day. Yeah, well, I go, yeah, I don't have one. Well, yeah. What else? Give examples. I'm not happy. What do you do? Yes, I smoke, I drink, I watch. By the way, I put those all three. I want to just spread the word for everybody. Um, drinking, smoking, if you notice, and I want to say this on purpose for everyone to hear this, to make an emphasis on this. This is very, very important. Smoking pot, drinking alcohol, and watching inappropriate things, which I think everyone knows what I'm referring to. Those three things usually go very, very much together. People think, oh, well, I don't drink, but I smoke. I don't smoke. But I drink. I would throw in that mix watching, watching things. Because they're very, 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 very linked. 
my experience more and more is that they're very, very, very connected. I would say those are the three, the three biggest escapes, escapes. Drinking, smoking, watching. And until you're able to not drink, not smoke, and not watch, and not be depressed all day, then you got a lot of work to do, and we, we, you do have a lot of work to do. So the person who's smoking, drinking, or watching, or one of the three, and he's like, oh, I'm just not doing the day that I want to be doing on this. Uh, yeah, of course you're sad. Of course you're sad. Simcha Rab is talking about the guy who gets up at 8 o'clock or gets up before 10 o'clock, and he has a functional day, and he's not happy. Or Michal, you're saying, okay, I'm trying, I'm working at this. Okay, good. we got to tweak it somehow. But until you're out of that world of smoking, drinking, watching, until you're out of that world, it's almost that there's nothing to talk about. Because you're, you're not even dealing with your problem. We're not even dealing with your problem. Because your problem is not that you're smoking, drinking, and watching. That's not your problem. Don't get confused. That is not your problem. Your problem is not that you're smoking, drinking, watching. You have another problem that you're not even dealing with. Why? Because you're just dealing with smoking, drinking, or watching. And you're like, okay. And then you speak to your Rebbe, and I love it. You speak to your Rebbe, and it's like, like okay, what do I got to do? I got to make it myself a different schedule. Make a different schedule. And if I make a, myself a different schedule, that's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. It's not about making yourself a schedule. It's about addressing, you. that also will help you. That also will help you. But it's about understanding what, what, what's going on, especially if you've been doing it for a long time. Especially if you've been doing it for two years, three years, four years, five years. Again, the big three, the big three. Okay, yeah, Rafi, I thought we were going to wrap up, but I guess I uh, hit, hit a chord. We'll do Rafi, then Yaakov, yes. A what? The first step, shouldn't, shouldn't the first step be like a, a set? That, like, it's my mindset. I'm just changing the way I've been thinking. Because that's not easy, but just saying, like, if a person's been living in a place of, like, negativity, like everybody says, like, 18 years of negativity, you know, now try to living and make things positivity. The first step to doing anything wouldn't it be, like, a mindset of, like, you know, maybe I've been overthinking things, maybe I've been underthinking things, maybe I haven't been, you know, doing enough, maybe I've been doing too much, or maybe it's just... You know, maybe like what Sabra was saying, speaking to someone and just changing that mindset because you can do everything in the world. It's not going to change if your mindset's still the same as it was before. You're still going to be right. So, right. So you're talking about more mindset. I'm just talking about more about, I mean, we start off by saying if you're doing the same things, expecting different results. Doing, no, no, it's doing the same things. If you're doing the same things, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. That's all. It's not so much about the mindset as much as what am I doing? What do I do? What do I do? But if you're changing what you're doing, your mindset's still the same. Nothing's going to change. Right. So that. Right. So that. So that's where Simcha Rab is talking about. Yes. If a guy is getting up at eight o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, he goes to work. He's learning three star a day. He doesn't watch anything. He doesn't smoke anything. He doesn't drink anything. And he still is miserable and he can't function, then he has a different problem. And I don't think that that's, I think that's very unique. That usually won't happen. I think also it's like, if you weren't changing what you were doing, but you changed your mindset, you would be less depressed. Right, again, again, Rafi, if a person is not drinking, not smoking, not watching, yeah. and he's functioning very high, 
but he's still, I don't mean high, he's highly functioning, right? He's highly functioning. And he still is depressed and anxiety and all that stuff. And he's got a whole other set of problems. But that guy's okay already. Trust me, that guy's okay. If a guy's been for two, three years, not drinking, smoking, watching, and he's functioning very well, but he has other anxiety stuff, good, then he's got a whole separate thing, but he's okay, he's functioning. He's, he's, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's, not, he's got to then deal with more underlying things. Yeah, Yaakov. Um, kind of what you and Sitram were saying, I don't know for sure. But yeah. Basically how like someone could be, you know, doing, like, are you doing something that you like to do or are you happy with what you're doing? Right. Including myself, a lot of people sometimes are very goal-oriented and like they can't see the, I mean, obviously you have to congratulate yourself on the process you're doing and the progress, but like, some people are not happy until they reach their goal. Right. Like they're just upset about, oh my god, I didn't get to where I want to be at. So they're just like, right. Not upset and not working, you know. But really, right. you just didn't get to your goal yet. Right. Right. Get carried away. Right. Well, you also have to be clear what your goal is. To be very clear what your goal is, you just didn't reach yet. Right. So then, why would? It, but if I know I'm going. The goal, so but if I know, no, one second, no. Yaakov, hold up. This is important. If I know what my usually the problem with that is that I don't have a clear goal, or my goal could be a five-year goal. If I have a goal, the best thing to do is say, what is my goal? I came to Yeshiva. You're a first-year guy. What was my goal? Oh, so now you're, now you're already saying you don't have a goal. No, you do have a goal, but you can't put a number on it. It's like, oh, I have to do this, but I'll give myself five years. No, you do progress. No, certain goals, are, certain goals are five-year goals. But I'm saying I can walk into Yeshiva and say, this year, what is my goal this year in Yeshiva? As a second-year guy. Your goal, you have what? You. Once you surpass that goal, you have more aspirations and more Great, you goals. set a new goal. And you said, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're but saying. You're, sometimes you'll be doing stuff that is great and it's good and you're working towards what you have to do, but you're just not happy with yourself because you didn't reach the goal that you wanted to be at. Because some people think that they could just snap their fingers and Correct. But then, that, then that, that's not a realistic goal. If you make a realistic goal, say, I came to Yeshiva this year. What is my goal by Pesach? What is my goal by the end of the year? What have I wanted to accomplish? Usually, the vague, if you're vague, it's because you had a vague goal. Everyone's going to be on the plane going back to America soon. You're going to say, okay, did I have a good year so far or did I not? Well, I don't, like I told you, I don't know. I don't know what your goal was. If you never had a goal, then how would you ever gauge whether I had a good year so far? I never put myself in a position to even know if I had a good year or not. I could guess today that I had a good year and guess tomorrow that I didn't have a good year. I'm saying, but if I have a very clear goal and I started accomplishing that goal, then you're going to feel much better about yourself. Usually it's because I didn't even set a goal. I don't know what I'm trying to accomplish. I don't have it written down. By this date and this date, I'd like to accomplish this. I'd like to be holding by this. It's very important for a person to do that. It's very important for a person to be very clear about what, what is it that his goal is. What did I want to accomplish this year? I know myself when it comes to yeshiva, it comes to yeshiva, sometimes I could be like, oh gosh, we have to do this. We have to do this. I got to do this better. I gotta, there's no end for me to think and walk around and say, okay, I didn't reach this goal. I didn't reach that goal. As opposed to if I go back to the drawing board and I say, okay, when I started off the year, what were my goals for myself this year in yeshiva? And I have people who I've discussed those goals with. And when I talk to them, or I see what I wrote down, I look at my notes 
from the beginning of the year and I say, this, these are the goals that I made, then it's very clear. Did I reach my goal? Did I not reach my goal? Does that make sense? Yes. I'm just, I'm one of those people that always look for more. So I'm like, one of, you know, Yaakov, welcome to the club. I'm one of those people who also <laughs> looks for more. So it's like you complete your goal, it's like it's not over yet. Wait, wait, so Yaakov, I want to say something. I want to say something. It's very important if you're one of those people who is always looking for more, it's even more important to write down your goals and to say I, I achieved them or I did not achieve them. That's okay. There's no question I could say about Yaakov, I think we all know, I've told this to you privately, I'm going to say it publicly. If Yeshiva was over this year, this year right now, I would say, whatever you did, Yaakov, you did a great job. Whatever you did, you've been sitting here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, does that mean you're finished? Of course you're not finished. You're, you're just getting started. But, I don't know what your goal was, but you obviously did something that you want to, right? You're doing the, the opposite of insanity. You're being sane because you're doing different things and that's why you're getting different results. Okay, beautiful. I think we're going to wrap up. Is that okay? Rabbi Yaman, you wanted to say something? I think a lot of people on the mission are still going down. You're going to be asking people who have a perfectionist issue. A guy wants to go home and not able to be happy with feeling the right. fall. The guy says, I'm going to be clean for 30 days. Right. And then after 20 days, he falls. That's much more complex because a lot of people can can try and stop, but that's not the problem. I'm not talking about those things are hard. Those things, right? Those things are harder. I'm talking about I'm talking about functioning and having a schedule and getting up at a certain time and that. I'm talking more of that. That's harder for a person not to be happy with. That's harder for a person. If a person wakes up at 8 o'clock every morning, 9 o'clock even, even 10 o'clock every morning consistently and goes to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning consistently and more or less has a consistent day, he will begin to feel happy. Now, somebody who stops drinking, what? Facts. Say that louder. Facts. You, said, you hear what Yaakov said? I mean, I said it, but Yaakov gave the amen. It's true. Even if you wake up. Experience, exactly. My experience also. When you regulate, this is a very important yesod, everybody. When you regulate your schedule, that will regulate your emotions. You regulate your schedule, your emotions become regulated. Now, again, that doesn't mean if you stop smoking pot and you stop drinking and you stop watching, that that will help you with why you began in the first place. That, that maybe not. But you'll definitely be regulating your emotions if your schedule is regulated. That's the point. What? Yes, correct. You're beginning. You're beginning your journey. Okay, we'll stop for today. Amazing. Thank you, everyone. Hashem will help all of us. We should be Zoha. Yeah, we'll give a round of applause for everyone. Amazing. Hashem will help us create, create the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.